Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole, non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free, plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Introduce myself and I talk about my experience. Well, hello everybody. I would like to take this time to welcome you back to Aaron's Opinion, the podcast for blind people, where we talk about issues in the blindness community. You know, a couple of weeks ago, um, a great uh, friend of ours here on the podcast, a man by the name of Radwan from Tunisia, Tunisia, reached out to me with his very interesting audio. And <clears throat> he wanted uh, to come on to the podcast today, and this is his first live experience on our podcast. So, 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 Radwan, we're really happy to have you. I've been looking forward to this interview for, well, all day, man. Uh, welcome. Um, and how are things going? It's okay. Thanks. Thank you so much. You are. You are welcome. You are welcome. Um, so, what subject would you like to speak about uh, today? Uh, at the beginning, I think uh, I will introduce, uh, giving a brief introduction. Then I would like uh, to talk about the current situation of uh, bl Tunisian blind mm -hmm. and how they are uh, enjoying their lives. And uh, maybe the best thing to talk about is uh, uh, those obstacles that are facing in their daily life and how most of time we are doing our best to uh, uh, to avoid those uh, to solve those problems and to avoid uh, those obstacles sure sure yeah. and i think that is i think that's a really really good idea yeah good good so um why don't you start with your background a little bit and tell our listeners you know, about uh, how you uh, grew up and things like that. Yeah, I think it's the best thing. So uh, thank you again for uh, helping me joining this uh, meeting. You're My welcome. name is uh, Radwan Mednini. I'm 28 years old. I'm from Tunisia, more specifically the island of dreams, Jirba. My current city is uh, Midun. I'm from Jerba Midun. Uh, I was born in uh, 1992 as sighted person. I lived my uh, childhood as uh, most of uh, sighted persons. But maybe we can say the turning point in my, in my life was uh, in the age of 13. Uh, at that age, uh, I was affected by uh, meningitis tuberculosis. This illness co caused my uh, blindness, let me lose my sight. After that, I was obliged, because of uh, some healthy problems, I was obliged to stay at home for two years. Then, uh, fortunately, my father was appointed as director of tourism in another city, in Gebes. Thus, we found out that uh, there was a blind school there, because here in Tunisia, uh, we have only three schools. Three blind schools in Gebes, Sousse, and Tunis, the capital. And um, they have recently uh, launched one new experience related to uh, having mixed schools between sighted and uh, blind pupils. So I spent three years in uh, Gabes in prep school. Then I was obliged to move uh, to another city, to Sousse, to carry on my uh, studies in secondary school, Sousse. 
because at the time in Gabes, in that city, there was no secondary school. Anyway, I, after that, I moved to another city, to Sousse, to carry on my studies. Fortunately, in 2013, I have got my baccalaureate degree. At the beginning, even my family and even my friends were a little bit afraid of letting me carry on my studies at university because the, the problem here in Tunisia is that uh, at, uh, at university, uh, blind students are obliged to study with sighted persons. We, do, we don't have uh, universities for uh, mainly for uh, blind students. So uh, after right, that, right. I'm and and this is this is interesting that you bring this up because I do not think I do not think there is a university uh, anywhere um, in the world that is uh, all blind all blind students. I do not think that I am not aware of that university. So I think what what you said is true, that you must, or you, you end up studying with uh, other sighted people, right? Yeah. And can you talk a little bit more in depth about, you know, Tunisia's education system and how it works and what it's really like to go to university in Tunisia? Because a lot of our listeners around the world may not be familiar with your country, as I said. Mm -hmm. So talk about yeah. that. Yes, uh, as I have already told you, uh, I'm going first to talk about, uh, about the situation and conditions for uh, blind pupils in uh, primary school and in secondary school. Then I will talk with more details about our situation at university. Uh, in primary school and secondary school, uh, as you know, not all... Uh, uh, people are uh, born uh, blind. So some uh, pupils uh, uh, reach th those uh, primary schools or uh, even secondary school uh, too late, like uh, my uh, situation, because I, uh, I lost my sight in the age of 13. So uh, I found it a little bit hard at the beginning to integrate in this, uh, to live this new experience. But step by step, I tried to manage this new life, new, uh, new mood, if you want. Uh, and the thing that I insisted on last time with the, the president of our uh, blind union here, in Jerba at least, is that really we are in need of psychologists and people who are uh, to, to help the blind people join their normal life again. Unfortunately, maybe in, uh, for, as you know, when dealing with children and even when, with young uh, people, we, sometimes you, fi you find it too hard to uh, help them understand uh, their needs. That's why. And the problems uh, even uh, those people who are working in a blind school, most of them are sighted persons and they didn't take into consideration our visual handicap, even psychologically or uh, in relation to teaching. That's right. why the point. Right, right. And, and, when you're, and, and when you go to these schools, and you're only around, you know, other other sighted people, they really are not able to understand what it's really like to be a blind person. So they really, in in philosophical essence, are really not able to teach you in perhaps the best way that they could. And I know that there are many great teachers of the visually impaired who happen to be sighted people. But I think that, you know, if it's a, if it's a school for, for blind students, I think that I would agree with you that the teachers and the staff need to, be, you know, be blind so that they are truly able to help the students um, in an appropriate way and in a productive way, you know? But I yes. think that I think that this is a problem, uh, you know, all over the world. 
Um, yes. I, 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 under, I can understand. And in fact, um, philosophically speaking, I really cannot understand 100% of where you're coming from, uh, Radwan, because I've never been to Tunisia. But I understand the fact that blind people around the world immense, have immense difficulty, especially in acquiring an appropriate education. This is a this is a constant theme in Tunisia, in America, in in almost every country. This is a constant struggle and a constant issue. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, another thing that I would like to add is that uh, maybe the hardest year was uh, my last year at university. Yeah. At that time, uh, because as you know, not all university professors can uh, accept any kind of criticism. So I decided uh, to write an academic essay because even our teacher of writing at that time uh, told us that uh, when dealing with an academic essay, normally in the body, we have three pa body paragraphs. Right. So I decided why not to write an academic essay in which I talk about my problems in relation to students, the administration, and to university professors. Maybe this idea sounds a little bit uh, uh, amazing or uh, strange, but I found it useful at that time. Right. So I wrote an academic essay in which I, of course, I cannot talk about all my problems. At least mm -hmm. uh, I summed up uh, the ma major problems. Then I gave that academic essay to few professors. I mm -hmm. think only three. Only three professors. I see, I see. And how did they, how did they react? Really, they, they, they were so helpful, so hmm. kind, and they react positively to my needs. Really? Yeah. And of course, at the time, I was a little bit tired and psychologically, I was unable to give mm -hmm. that academic essay to all professors. But after I get my, my English degree and after leaving the university, I kept in touch with other professors and they were so astonished, rather amazed. They blamed me, why not at university? Why you didn't, why you didn't Tell us about the, all those obstacles whenever, when you... <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. That, you know, what you are saying is very, very interesting. And, um, yeah, I will tell you that most professors around the world are simply not open, are just not, in general, tend to be people... In, in a general sense, who have very poor social skills. So they tend to really not be interested in other people to begin with, let alone people with disabilities. So I, I have noticed this myself. Um, and I think that um, the, 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 fact that they, the fact that they responded to you in that rather entertaining way, um, that shows me that uh, perhaps some of these professors in Tunisia, at some level, Radwan, are in fact aware that Tunisia needs to improve. And that probably, although they are not able to say so out loud, they might be aware at, at some level that your country is really, really struggling and that you need to have more people with an education in your country. Yes. So that's, that's what that is. Um, that's the evidence that I see there. Mm -hmm. Yes, but sorry, the thing that I would like to insist sure. on is that, uh, honestly, most of them are, were at least quite helpful. Good. Even when I did remember very well my uh, professor when uh, I sent her that uh, academic essay via mail, she was a little bit uh, astonished and she asked me whether uh, those remarks and, and the, those points are related to her. I told her no. <laughs> 
very clever. It's related to other five or six professors. <laughs> it's related to the other five or six of a group of maybe seven or eight. But no, not you, obviously. <laughs> You're very, you know, one thing, one thing that's really coming out about you is you're, you, you have, you have a way of talking to people that is, is really, really touching. You're really funny. You're really uh, entertaining. Thank you so and much. you're really, you're now that I'm, now that we're really in this and we're having this live conversation, I really see, and I'm, I'm so glad we included you today on Aaron's opinion, because I see how much you truly deserve this. Because, you you know, I think this is really good. I think that this is really good for you. It's really good for, hopefully it's really good for Aaron's opinion, but hopefully it's really good for Tunisia. Hopefully other Tunisians will listen to this episode. Um, I pray and hope that I'm doing everything right with the technology. It looks like I am. And I hope that you will share this episode with other Tunisians. Maybe that one, maybe that one woman professor who asked that question and, <laughs> and see if you can get them to listen to this audio, because I think, uh, and I'm, I'm speaking out of, out of knowledge that I have through my work and through my education, is that usually when countries like Tunisia, but so many, when countries are suffering a lot, the citizens actually do do know that the, that their country is suffering. Um, but there can be many, many, many difficulties in overcoming the 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 problem and the challenge. Uh, so, um, you know. <clears throat> Uh, I think I think it's really I think that this type of thing, a podcast and podcasting uh, could really, really benefit your country because it gives you a successful person the the opportunity to to show people how successful you are and how that there are successful Tunisians like you. And literally, Radwan, there's probably thousands of successful people in your country that are held back by all sorts of other things, you know, apart from blindness or even with uh, blindness, you know? So, yeah, so that's that's really funny. That's really, uh, really, really interesting. And why don't you tell our listener more about some of the classes you took uh, at your university? Uh, in relation to, uh, to some problems in uh, when studying at university, Mm, no, no. Like, why don't you tell us uh, what courses you took in your university? Yes, uh, I study uh, English in Sfax University. Okay. Yes, because even until the last moment, I was a little bit torn between uh, French and English. But fortunately... Hmm. Really, uh, uh, when I selected English, it was the best choice because, as you know, it's an international language. And right. It, yes, it helped me even to, to keep in touch with more people from all over the world. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. And French is global. It's my second language. I mean, I, I speak French, listeners. Yes. Um, yes. And... But still, English was the right choice for you because that's that truly is the global language. Um, your French would have helped if you had wanted to live in France, but you want to be able to live anywhere in the world. You want to be able to talk to the entire world. So yes, you definitely made what... the right choice for studying uh, English in, yeah. in this particular university. Yeah. Were there any international students at this university? No, I think at that time I met only uh, in one meeting there in uh, Sfakis, the city where I studied. I met people from nearly uh, seven can, na- seven nationalities, mm-hmm. but uh, all of them were uh, sighted person, not uh, blind. I right. have never met blind people from other countries. I see, I see. <clears throat> well, that is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even at university, at the, I did remember very well, uh, during my second year, I mm-hmm. thought of uh, buying or getting a Braille display. Right. Uh, 
Yes, because uh, as you know, it's not. Uh, I can. I have to buy it from uh, another country, may, mainly from uh, France or. Uh, so I asked my uh, Arabic teacher uh, if he can talk to his friend in France uh, whether they have uh, braille display that uh, that was already used by someone else. It's not not new. Um, new what? Because, uh, as you know, even financially, I cannot uh, buy a new one. I was waiting for nearly 14 months. Wow. Yeah. From February 2015 until, I think, March or April, April 2016. Mm. Uh, I have got that uh, beautiful braille display, but as I have already told you, it's it was used by someone else before me. It it was too expensive, and after that, I found out that it included two problems. Hmm. So maybe this one also uh, this point should be highlighted because here, uh, for example, in Tunisia, uh, in relation to uh, equipment or materials related to the blind, it's not accessible at all. Even right. if I was waiting for 14 months, nearly one year and a half, then I found out that it included two terrible problems and <clears throat> it didn't help me even in my work. My studies. I see. Yes, this is an ongoing problem, um, which is why I will tell you, listener, that if you uh, have the idea that technology can be reused, um, especially for blind people, I would say that it really cannot be reused. Yes. You, meaning meaning buying used, you know, braille notes or braille note takers is not uh, necessarily uh, the best uh, use uh, of, of time because usually um, if it's bought secondhand, it usually has something wrong with it oftentimes. Mm-hmm. That was the problem. Because as you know, even uh, uh, why I was insisting to, uh, on getting that uh, uh, braille display, uh, because as you know, when dealing with English, it's unlike French. English uh, spelling is uh, too important when dealing with term, uh, words and expressions. Well, it's For important example, in French when, too. But... Yes, even in French. but At In any least, language. Yes, in French, uh, most of time, uh, the way of pronunciation is to a great extent similar to, to the way of writing. What I mean okay. is Okay, yes, it, yes. Uh, true, true to an extent. It depends on the word, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I have got my English degree in 2016. Mm -hmm. Then... I worked with one bright society, mm. blind society, which was really, they were not helpful at all. They were thinking only about their own sake and thinking only about earning money rather than helping the blind. Maybe so listener, you, this... This and listeners, this and so so listener, this is a big problem that yeah. in my in, in in my opinion, in Aaron's opinion, in the opinion of this podcast, that a lot of organizations around the world and I think it's very very saddening and very frustrating and very ironic that they say that they help people with blind who are blind. They say they help people with disabilities, but in fact Oftentimes, they are more concerned with making money. They are more concerned with their own profit. And this issue that you've brought up to me several times is an issue that I want to talk more about because I think it's an issue that really impacts my generation. And I think it is something that will be uh, the demise of a lot of these organizations. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, even most of them are uh, working uh, for the sake of political parties others are working for their own sake to earn money rather than helping the blind right right and and that that needs that needs to stop because there are far too many there are far too many people who are blind around the world who do not have the courage that Radwan has to come on to a podcast and talk about these issues. There are far too many people around the world who need a lot of help and are not getting it because of this selfish uh, behavior. So yes, that is very, very, very frustrating. I would, I would in fact agree. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe the best thing to talk about after that is my experience in volunteering works after finishing with that uh, terrible uh, blind society i decided why not to uh, because it was uh, my friend's proposal he is a ger teacher of german language and he went to uh, i think uh, to uh, ukraine or russia i don't know so he told me, why not Radwan to, uh, to contribute to uh, this uh, nice experience? It's, uh, I taught as an English teacher in, um, in Wergla, in South Algeria, in volunteering works, of course. Right, right. I contributed to the activities of a global village there. Really, it was a nice experience since I met mom more people the Algerian who are uh, quite generous and uh, until now we are keeping in touch and uh, for example last summer uh, one of them uh, visit, visited me here in Jerba mm -hmm. uh, until now we are uh, exchanging ideas and uh, providing them with uh, because uh, even uh, for uh, most of blind people there they were totally astonished how I am blind and uh, how I have got my English degree. It was it's really and I and I, I, I think that it's I, I think it's I think it's wonderful. It's not amazing um, because I would ex I expect all blind people to have a degree. What is the the interesting part is that you are from Tunisia and the reality is is that most blind people in your country would not have the courage to get a degree. That is the interesting part. Um, so yes. Mm -hmm. That's why usually I'm trying, I'm managing to uh, raise awareness and uh, to help people understand our needs. For example, during the, the holiday here in uh, last holiday in March, or I think in, no, in the December. Mm -hmm. In December, uh, I suggested to my uh, blind, uh, the president of our blind union here, uh, to teach uh, two blind children uh, computer, how to use computer and mainly, mainly first of all, to teach them Braille, how to write and Bra read Braille. Braille. They were so happy Braille with this experience, yes. yes. Right, right. Okay, so talk more about that experience. How did that go? Yeah, so uh, <laughs> since I was uh, the only uh, blind teacher in my city here, uh, the president uh, most of the time, time was uh, relying on my experience and, and on my studies. They, so he called me and to, uh, asked me why not Radwan to help us uh, teach those two pupils computer and uh, bright. Of course, I, straightforwardly, I accept this uh, proposal and I prepared one uh, program for them and I taught them for uh, two weeks. Mm. Uh, Braille and computers. Really, they, they were uh, so happy with these uh, uh, tasks and uh, homeworks. And uh, we are until now keeping in touch. And honestly, 
I, I seized that opportunity not only to teach them Braille and computer. I was, uh, even if I'm aged, um, they were uh, aged nearly seven and 12, mm. but uh, I seized the opportunity to let them integrate in society and talk talk a little bit about the, how they are uh, living in uh, Gabes, far from their houses. Because when dealing with your uh, uh, pupils and even with your students, we shouldn't focus only on studies, lessons, homeworks. Really, right. That sounds rather annoying and uh, disturbing for your uh, students. Right. So it was mixed, uh, as if I was their brother rather than their teacher. Well, that's that's really that's really interesting. Yes. Mm hmm. Well, good. Good. Yeah. I'm really I'm really glad that you had that experience. Yeah. And children are great learners. So it's really it can be really easy uh, in a sense to teach um, a, a child things like that. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> okay. So then what happened after you had this experience? Then what? Uh, after that, uh, until now, I'm spending most of time uh, with the unions and societies and mainly, mainly with that uh, uh, Ministry of Education because the first aim and maybe my dream actually mm -hmm. is uh, to have a job because uh, as you know maybe after the, the Arab Spring the revolution here in Tunisia in 2011 right. Um, the economic situation is, get, is getting worse and worse. Right, and right. For example, for example, in relation to LUNAT, Union Nationale d'Aveugles Tunisiens, our National Blind Union. Right. Uh, before the revolution, uh, it was <coughs> not a law, but uh, uh, something that is taken for granted. When any blind that uh, uh, obtained his uh, degree, English, French, Arabic, even geography, systematically, straightforwardly, he worked in uh, blind schools. Right, right. Yes. But, so, uh, yeah. So, so tell, tell me, so tell us this in, in Tunisia, apart from working in a school for the blind, have blind people, do blind people in your country, do you, do they do any other? Are there any other jobs available to them? What do you think? Uh, teaching or another uh, jobs related to kine, kinesiotherapy. It's related to another session, another job. Uh, of course, for uh, uh, in relation to my studies, we cannot uh, have uh, this work uh, actually, at least for those who studies at university. Right. But uh, because I was suffering from this uh, unemployment a few months ago, mainly in January, uh, mm. I went to Tunis, the capital, to study uh, uh, what we call a switchboard operator, the one who received calls and in uh, uh, societies and companies, uh, the one who uh, answered those calls and uh, let them... Uh, uh, to the to the day directors and so for some of our american listeners especially the younger younger generation they have never heard of that <clears throat> so yeah it's basically a uh a way of directing calls uh yeah. to where they are supposed to be um and and that is that is interesting mm -hmm. because uh, Honestly, for the moment, uh, maybe that was uh, the main objective, but I seized the opportunity of being in Tunis, the capital, de to deal, to visit more societies and to deal, why not, with the uh, uh, TV channels uh, to convey our needs and our messages. Mm -hmm. That's why uh, I went there. And to deal with, uh, even with... Uh, so societies, because as you know, in, uh, in most of countries all over the world, usually the capital is more active and uh, including more activities. 
Well, it it, usually, yes, it does vary from country to country. Sometimes the capital is where most of the government people live and work. So there, do, there, do te, there does tend to be more services available in capitals. Sometimes, yes, but it depends on the country. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, uh, for example, uh, a few months ago, I I was ke I was keeping in touch with my one university professor here in Jerba, in Midun, in my current uh, in my hometown. He told me why not to join us in a, 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 a course organized by the Bridge Council, mm -hmm. TKT, a Teaching Knowledge Test. In this course, we are studying pedagogies, theories, and strategies in dealing with learners. Right. Yeah. Of course, I systematically I accepted his proposal, and we studied studied for nearly five months. Mm -hmm. At the end, we sit for an exam. Fortunately, uh, the exam was in uh, in Braille. Good, good in yeah. Braille, right? Yeah, in Braille. Good. So uh, I, uh, they were uh, three modules. Three mm -hmm. modules. Uh, when uh, I sit for exam, it was in Braille, and uh, it was uh, so helpful for me to uh, sit for the exam. Excellent. Good. Yeah. After getting those uh, results, which was a little bit um, not quite good, honestly, <laughs> the results was not uh, were not quite good. But really, I I benefited the most, even more than my uh, classmates. Hmm. Yeah, it was well, that's a really, really nice good. experience. Yeah, so you, you and feel like you really got a yes, yes. And even the professor who, who was teaching us was quite helpful. Until now, he told, even when I met him outside, he, he told me, please don't tell me Mr. Abdel. His name, as if I'm his brother rather than his student. At the okay. end, he suggested why not to launch one course for the blind called mm -hmm. uh, English for Communication, to, te to teach uh, blind uh, people how to speak English for Communication. We are not focusing on, uh, uh, for example, the spelling and the meaning of each sentence. Right. Uh, for example, to help them keep in touch with uh, when they met one tourist in the street or uh, in particular it's related to specific contexts mm -hmm. i was uh, of course i accepted his idea and unfortunately at the time we didn't found enough candidates because most of them were working uh, even financially were not uh, relaxed quite relaxed and so most of them were uh, far from uh, the, the higher institution of technological studies here in Mido. So he told me no problem when we will get enough candidates we uh, will launch that course again. Mm, mm -hmm. yeah. Well good. <clears throat> and exactly uh, how was this course going to be run and how was it going to work? In relation to uh, English for communication? Yes, that one. Yes. Uh, honestly, since I was the one who is asked to prepare even the curriculum, I found many problems. But at, la at least I tried to, uh, uh, to prepare some tasks and examples that maybe my, that might suit uh, my learners' level and needs. Mm -hmm. For example, uh, one task, uh, of course, providing them with uh, the required, uh, the expression required in uh, when talking and when, uh, for example, asking permission, uh, uh, suggestion, proposal, greeting, it's related to specific uh, points. But uh, really, uh, even last time when uh, keeping with other university professors, 
my teachers in uh, Sfaks University, I asked their help in uh, dealing with this uh, course. But until now, honestly, I didn't find the right curriculum, to, uh, the, the right, the best lesson plan to uh, prepare even though that course will be launched in the future. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways you could you could launch that. I mean, um, I would I would say you know try to talk to your your friends on Facebook. You could do Facebook lives. You could post videos. Uh, you Radwan could certainly start a podcast where you talk about these things, especially this uh, English for Communication course. So I mean, there are a lot of ways that you would be able to start a course like that. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. mm, actually, of course, because even uh, the global health situation, I hope that you are uh, staying safe, even in your countries. We certainly so, are. Thanks. Thanks to God yes. for that. Yes. Yes. I'm most of the time how I'm sp spending my time. Uh, I'm listening to radio most of the time. Mm hmm. Uh, either in English or even in uh, in uh, Tunisian radio sets. Uh, so uh, honestly, I wouldn't. I don't like to watch TVs only when dealing with uh, football matches. I see. Yes. I see. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, chatting with my friends, uh, calling some. Uh, uh, professors who are mm -hmm. until who are as I told you most of them were helpful and mm. even uh, last night last night my teacher called me uh, uh, asking me about my healthy situation and how is it going mm, well that's it's, great all, it's okay yeah yeah well good good mm -hmm. most of them we are keeping in touch until now Excellent. Uh, there are a few exceptions, uh, five, six professors. Honestly, I don't care for them. And even some of them send me a friend request, by, of but of course, I didn't accept him. Right. Yeah. Right. Because they were the main reason behind my failures at university. Anyway, right. I wouldn't like to remember those uh, sour memories, but uh, wishing that the future will be better. And of course, most of the time, I'm doing my best to improve my situation in relation to uh, my studies and mainly, mainly the first, of course, not the last objective is talking about job and how to get a job. Right. Right. So, yes. I mean, what, what can you tell um, our listeners about how you would go about uh, getting a job? Mm -hmm. the f at least when talking about l'etatique, uh, uh, those related to uh, the Ministry of Education, actually no chance. You can say no chance, but at least I try to... Uh, even I kept in touch with the uh, language center here in uh, Jerba. Why not to, to teach uh, English? But they found it a little bit hard to uh, how one blind teacher of English can teach uh, in uh, can teach sighted persons. Right. Yeah, sighted pupils. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even last time. Last time I tried, why not to keep in touch with other uh, uh, websites and societies all over the world. Mm -hmm. I found one uh, website that is called, uh, I think it's Forum or something like that. It's called Bray, uh, Bray House. Bray House. Mm -hmm. And I asked them why, uh, if they can provide me even with books in Bray. Because here, even in Tunisia, I did remember very well, uh, one time my friend sent me a book from uh, Germany, my German uh, documents from Germany, uh, talk, talking about uh, 
blind communities there and uh, most of my friends were uh, astonished and how you are keeping in mm. touch with the, your German friend. Mm-hmm. They thought that I'm speaking Germany. They told them, no, no, no. We are keeping in touch in English. Yeah, I was I was wondering. I, I have been wondering about that, how much German you've picked up from this German friend of yours. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. I asked him even uh, if there are uh, some societies or uh, blind unions there who can pro- provide me with uh, books or uh, uh, journals in Braille. Mm-hmm. Because uh, unfortunately here in uh, Tunisia, even I did remember very well during my second year in prep school, we were writing our exams with our hands. Right. Yeah. Even uh, providing uh, copies and exams in Braille was not available for for blind students, blind community here in Tunisia. Mm Mm-hmm. I see. And most of, uh, as uh, I have already stated, most of uh, blind societies are seizing these our weaknesses to for their own sake. Even for example, sorry for, uh, uh, I did remember very well uh, when the society that is that was selling uh, the Quran book, that our sacred book, mm-hmm. in nearly eighty and seventy dinars. They, are, right. they were seizing our weaknesses and uh, how we are in need of those books and even uh, uh, stories for the children in uh, expensive uh, prices. So it was too expensive for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. So these organizations were taking advantage uh, yeah. of you like that. Yeah, this is, a, this is a huge, huge problem that really needs yeah. to stop. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that happens in, in a lot of in a lot of countries. This is a people with disabilities are taken advantage of on a regular basis. It's more more common than you would than you would even be aware of. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's why I actually I'm most of time I'm trying why not to uh, uh, keep in touch with the blind societies and the visually impaired associations mm, mm-hmm. uh, to maybe to uh, open new perspectives or because as you know English uh, uh, thanks to English language I can uh, uh, keep in touch with more and more com- uh, communities that's why right. And even I tried my best to keep in touch with, uh, to join, mm-hmm. other than keeping in touch, to join NFB and WBU. But unfortunately, I didn't find the right way or the right Indeed. steps. And, and, and I, I recall, Radwan, that I sent you some information about some of the Zoom meetings that NFB is running right now. So what I would, what I would do is try to, get, try to join those meetings and see if you can speak to someone. Okay, I, okay. That is my advice. I'm sure they I am sure they will want to help you and they really they really should. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even actually I can say that in Tunisia here uh, there are only three or four uh, teachers of uh, blind teachers of English who mm. are uh, uh, mastering, I cannot say mastering, but speaking English. Right, right. Yeah. Or they speak English well enough to have like an interview like this. Mm-hmm. Yes. I see. Well, that's, that's really good. That's really good. One, I, um, because this is my, so guys, you know, listener, you at home, this is my first time recording on Zoom. So I'm, I'm a little nervous. Uh, about doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this is being done the right way. I'm pretty sure that it is. So I'm going to give you, um, and if this continues to go well, I'm, I know we're going to have you back on the show in the future, obviously, of course. Uh, but, I, but today I'm going to give you another, I'm, I want to record for another eight minutes and then start to wrap it up. Um, okay. Because I simply, if, if I was making a mistake and if we weren't able to hear 
in the recording everything. I, I don't want to waste a lot of your time. And I know it's very late in the evening there in Tunisia. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think my advice, to, well, first of all, um, assuming that everything goes well and that you're, you're listening to this episode, uh, from wherever you're listening to Aaron's opinion, if you have advice for Wadwan or if you have ideas or uh, questions, um, of course, you can drop them below. You can comment below, or of course, you can email Aaron's Opinion 6 at gmail.com, as I always say, A-A-R-O-N-S-O-P-I-N-I-O-N 6 at gmail.com. Um, and I would be happy to uh, tell Red One what you asked. But my advice, since you have all of these uh, ideas, and since you have done so well, you know, with university and advocating for yourself and doing the best you can, and since you're such a good speaker, I think you should get into podcasting. Um, I think you would really get a lot out of it. And I think it would be another, just another platform where you can share your knowledge with other people. So I, if, if there's one thing that you could be doing right now that would help you even more than what you're doing, or even more than what Aaron's opinion can do for you, it's for you yourself to have your own, to have your own podcast. So that, that would be my, my advice. Um, if you want to do that, I can certainly uh, send you more information about the specific software uh, that I use, um, how I got into it, you know, how you set it up. Um, I've been I've been practicing podcasting for a while, and this is by far the most advanced episode I have put together. So you you do have to practice, just like teaching English or anything else. You do. It's it, it's not something that will happen instantaneously overnight, uh, but when you when you practice your craft and when you, the other thing with podcasting is when you know who you're talking to, when you define an audience, that is the number one thing for the podcast. You have to know who you're talking to. So this podcast gets shared on all the platforms, but then it also gets shared with a group of blind people where we actually met on Facebook in the blind and visually impaired support group on Facebook. So that's most of the audience of this podcast is that. Um, <clears throat> And I, you know, I have it set up like that on purpose, because although if you're excited and you want to be on Aaron's opinion, you, you know that you're always welcome. I, I'd be happy to interview anyone else. But really, I, I'm mostly happy to interview other successful blind people, because I think that is more important to focus on my audience and my listener. So that is, you know, my, uh, my, my objective, I guess, I, I suppose. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, if you don't mind, uh, in relation to that, uh, uh, to other the other blind uh, people who are listening to us, uh, if you don't mind that uh, academic essay that I talked about, I can you I can send we can send that uh, essay and uh, if they have any questions of uh, or e any details how i managed to uh, to overcome those problems and how i dealt with uh, mm -hmm. some troubles they are more than welcome and why not uh, to avoid repeating those uh, terrible mistakes Okay, so uh, you you would like you would like to share uh, your essay? Um, yeah. Well, I, I okay. Yeah. Um, yes, we can do that somehow. Um, I can't really post it on my show, you know, because well, one, it's it's not my writing, so I have to be careful about that. Even though you're giving me permission course, to do yes, it, yes. I have to be conscious what, what what you can do is you can as far as i'm concerned you can post it in the group that we're in on facebook um yes. uh if okay. you you know what i you, you know what i tell you what um okay if you yes yes if you send if you email me the essay if you want what i can do is i can reach out to the admin of that group and ask them to maybe create a post um i i can i can do the post okay you know what yeah yes i will post it for you but it's not going to be it really can't be part of this podcast um in the text because it's i just i i of have course. to be i have it's, to be paranoid not, about that. Uh, it's not uh, it's not uh, 
and you, I'm not talking about the, even this podcast, but right, the right. thing that they would like to talk is that uh, how other uh, blind uh, people and uh, blind community all over the world can bene- benefit from those hard uh, situations and how they can do their best to overcome those, those problems. So I, I love that idea. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you know any other uh, uh, Facebook page or... uh, I'm not, so I'm not in many, I mean, I'm in, it's it's funny. Most of the groups I'm in on Facebook are about uh, reptiles and snakes uh, because I I love snakes. I want my own snake one day, but but I'm not in any other groups for blind people. Um, For blind people who would truly be interested um, but if you send out, yeah, but if you give me the essay, uh, there's a couple of things I can do. I, I would be happy to reach out to one of the admins uh, of our group for you um, and explain that you would like this essay to be shared uh, amongst our group. I, 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 will, I, I will do that if you would like. The other, the other thing that you can do um, is you can come on to Aaron's opinion and I will allow you to read the essay aloud as like a recording. Um, and that we can do because we're sitting right here and you want to read to me what you wrote. You can do that too. So there's a lot of ways uh, that uh, you can share uh, your knowledge with the world. Know though that I'm, I'm determined in everything I do from teaching English from my work to helping you to helping all blind people around the world as best I can with my podcast. I'm determined to make sure that the knowledge you have gets to the whole world because that's what the, your knowledge is what the world needs to hear. So I, I will certainly help you with the essay project. Um, but uh, yeah, as far as publishing it, I know that you already wrote it. But yes, we can, we can work something out about that. I think uh, I can have it posted for you. Um, but then I think it would also be cool if you came back, depending on how, how this goes over. Um, I think it would be good if you came back and actually read it aloud for us, you know, or maybe read a portion of it so that people can hear your voice and hear how you go about, you know, explaining these different funny things and these different mistakes that happen along the way. Very, it would be very, I I admit that I would be very, I would be very interested and a little bit amused by all of it to be be (laughs) overly (laughs) <laughs> to be overly honest, I would be quite amused by it, actually. So, and I would not be surprised by any of it, actually. So, Radwan, it is. Uh, oh wow! Uh, yeah, my uh, sense of time is always is always perfect. Eighteen hundred, where I am in the world, uh, very late in Tunisia. I kind of want to wrap it up before I sign off. Um, I want to take this time to thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming on to Aaron's opinion. I'm so excited to get this episode out today. Really, a lot of fun. Do you have any? Do you have any one more sentence that you want to say to the world and our listener before we end with our, my conclusion? Yes, I first right of all I would like to send my thankful greeting for for all people who did help me in my career, either in studies or in my work here in Tunisia, either in Jerba's Faxus in all cities in in, in Tunisia. And uh, I would like to uh, uh, to send that beam of hope, of hope, if you want, for all blind communities all over the world. Please be pa- be patient. Uh, try your best to integrate in society and never ever giving up. And thank you for uh, uh, for your confidence and for uh, providing this golden opportunity. Thank you so much. Well, I love the way you ended that. I couldn't have ended it better. That was that was that was a magnificent statement, and that's really the inspiration that everybody, blind or not, needs. We all need a little bit of inspiration, and you gave that to us, Wadran. So, thank you. You've thank you. been listening. So, please, by the way, please don't hang up. Please don't run off. I have to manage. I have to manage to turn off the recorder before before you disappear. So hold on. Hold on. Don't move a muscle. so so you've been listening to aaron's opinion by the way my name is aaron richmond host of aaron's opinion podcast on apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts he was what one a great a great blind friend from our facebook group from uh from tunis from from tunisia and it was a great uh i really enjoyed today's episode and i'm so happy that he came in 
today. As I said before, if you have any questions about Aaron's opinion, uh, really, I don't know why you're so afraid out there. Go ahead and send your email to Aaron'sOpinion6 at gmail.com. I wish you, Valdwan, uh, your family, friends, and all Tunisians good health. I wish all blind people in every country around the world good health. And everybody else around the world, uh, please stay, please stay home. Uh, you know, stay healthy and let's get better together and keep listening to Aaron's opinion because it's a great thing to do when you're sitting at home. Great activity to do. All right, then. Well, have a very good day today. And as I, as I like to say, have a good day today and a great day tomorrow. We will be back. Bye, everybody. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Rule the day the plant-based way with the new vegan mixed berry from Smoothie King. Powered by whole, non-GMO fruits, oat milk, and vegan protein, it's a dairy-free, plant-based smoothie you can feel great about. With 13 grams of protein and half your daily fiber, it's an easy way to get the essential nutrients your body craves. Skip the line and order online for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King. Rule the day.